what happened to meeting people organically? Listen, I got tired of hanging out in the produce aisle. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the organics. <laughs> Everything's organic these days. You know what? I got tired of hanging out in the produce aisle. People, in, I couldn't do it anymore. I quit. So I'm on something new. Hey y'all, it's Onika and JR, and you are dishing with Dainty Dish. Hey JR, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm I'm kicking it. You're kicking it. I'm just kicking it. You've been a busy boy lately. I know. I I, I bit the bullet and went back out into the workforce. <laughs> oh, oh, and it just angels cried that day. I'm sure. Yeah. It was yeah. sad. It was a sad day. Yeah that's okay how are you liking it um you know honestly it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) like it's fun like it's fun like it's fun like i like i like what i'm doing but being in an office setting and sitting in you know i'm 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 an it consultant i mean Uh oh that's i guess that's that's like what what, jack of all trades over here that's what that's what the invoice says so (laughs) um but uh i sit in a like an IT dungeon. That's what they actually call it in this particular place. The IT dungeon. Yeah, that's what they call it. The that's dungeon. super sexy. Yeah, I know. And uh, it's it's just an IT department. But I mean, I don't know. I miss seeing the sunlight because there's no windows. <laughs> you know, so I'm... It's, I miss sunlight. I that's miss what he misses at work, sunlight. Vitamin D. What do you know? <laughs> you need that vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I miss about that. But I mean, I'm still reading books. Oh, I finished the um, When They Call You a Terrorist. Ooh, how was it? Phenomenal. Um, I I get the I get the Black Lives Movement. I understand it now in its entirety where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, the books, it's a good read. Uh, it covers you know mental health. It covers uh, I guess the LGBTQ that whole movement movement it covers that as well um and then talks about you know police brutality obviously because that was something that went mainstream yeah um but you know the book has a toronto connection as well i'm not going to give that away mm. but um yeah it was a really really good read i'm uh, i recommend it okay yeah. i will put that on my list yeah, my sure. reading list you've for given sure. me a couple of good options actually yeah i need to get on it yeah so how are you doing enough about me i am doing well Saw my therapist today. Did you? Told her that I'm quitting smoking. I'm doing it. I know I said this at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But um, I was just like, I'm breathing really heavy. And you know I'm breathing heavy. And so I, it, it's time. And I want to start jogging in the spring. So we're going to put me on one of those nicotine program things and hopefully get that on the go. But other than that, what's been going on with Onika? Yeah. Work's going well. Um, well, I mean, as well as it can be expected, a lot of hours are being cut. But remember, we talked about that with yeah. the minimum wage going up. But it's a lot of vacation days, a lot of free time, me time, yeah, yeah. which I appreciate. Free time, me time. I just made that up. <laughs> Someone else probably made that up. But I feel like I just made that up. So free time, me time, you know. So it's a lot of that going on, a lot of writing and just anxiously anticipating the release of Empowering Women to Succeed, the Leap Edition where I will have my chapter and I will finally be a published author. So I'm just anxiously awaiting that and making my final payments. I'm really excited. <laughs> making my final final payments. payments. Those publishing, publishing fees. fees. They'll get you every time. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and the most important part, which is why you asked me the organic question in the beginning of the episode, I at 35 have decided to online date and not just any online dating, the serious kind where I'm dedicating myself to one of the, I've, I signed up for the top online dating site in Canada, which I'm sure based on that statement, you could guess what it is. But um, yeah, I decided to online date. Yeah, I, I was I actually was not there. You told me about it. And I was so excited that I was like, oh, you need to pay for this somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and you offered to pay. So now I'm doing it. I've got like eight guys in the mailbox, the like match <laughs> mailbox. And, you know, I've got some what ifs and a couple of smiles, but it's going well so far. Like, not well, like nothing's really happening. I thought something more would be happening with it. Like, I have to interact. I know. (laughs) I know. I hesitate to like press the I'm like, pass, 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 pass. I'm really picky. But the thing is, every single person from my understanding is is actually compatible with you it's just more of a are you physically attracted to them thereafter like is that is that how it works yeah i mean for me like i read what their stuff says it's just physically i'm i might not be attracted to that person so i Mm. just i'll pass on them i know you've read some of the profiles you have your favorites and i sent out smiles but the nerve-wracking thing about it is like some of these people have viewed my profile already and i've got not a smile back and that's Aww. stress. I know that's stressful. Aww. Oh, womp womp. Muffin. You can get muff cupcake. Like, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get any smiles back. Oh, no. Yeah, it's only like day four. I know. It's like day four. So I shouldn't like put the cart before the horse, I guess. But I want to talk today about online dating. I know it's not something that you've ever done. Um, my only experience is uh, my ex-wife online dating while we were still married oh, <laughs> that's my only experience that's what, he just dropped that bar that's guys my only experience. he just dropped that bar well i'm just saying that's my only experience i have no other experience i have because i've done the free online dating and i've done the paid online dating um and i i've done I did Bumble for like about an hour and a half. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. So I'm actually going to be posting a, um, a, a blog about this. So my Tinderella story is what I call it. And I went on um, Bumble and I just I had a really tall glass of white wine. It was great. I think it was bodacious. And I just kept swiping. I think swipe right is the or swipe left. I don't even remember. But the one that's it's no good. And I swiped through everybody and they had no more options for me. So I think I broke Bumble. But you know what it is? Do you ever think that you have the problem? Like the problem's with you? Like everyone else is okay. Everyone else is really great. But you're just a bad person. No, I'm awesome. No, 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 no. I mean, I beg to differ because considering Bumble couldn't get you, find you a date. (laughs) Um, Well, I think Bumble and Tinder, though, are more hookup sites. Like apparently as you get older, things change and they shift which is what I've been reading. I like did a little read on some online dating stuff just to prepare myself for what I was getting into. And, you know, I had read a fact on eHarmony's website saying that, saying that 36% of Canadians are using online dating currently. So it's like a popular, it's a fairly popular thing and it can work. 
with 20% of those currently in committed relationships from the 36. That's pretty decent. So I'm like, with those numbers, is it possible? Do I have a chance? Like, could I be, could I find the one? (laughs) I mean, if you stay committed, I'm pretty sure you could. Well. Or not the one, but you could find a one. Yeah. And there's apparently there's more men online dating than there are women at least these are canadian facts so there's like what was it 52.4 percent of men are online and 47.6 percent of women are online so i have a higher i have a higher shot right well i'm interested in men so yeah that makes sense but not all the men might be interested in men (laughs) oh you got me there what you got me there you got me there But it's, I don't know, I think it's just becoming one of those, it's for me, it's one of those things where I just really take a look at my life and how it's structured. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what comes into consideration when it's like, it goes from hookups to, you know, connections and relationships and potentially marriage. I'm 35 at this point and I'm done school. I'm not meeting people in school. Mm-hmm. I work in a place with majority women and any men that happen to be coming into my store are coming in for their ladies. Yeah. So there's no possibilities there. You know, I do like to explore the city and I have tried to make connections and friends, but I find people to be very fickle. Really? I've, I've found the opposite. I've, I just found that like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of things that I just enjoy. I'm going to storytelling readings. I'm doing, I don't know, going here and there in the next, just trying different things that I enjoy. And I'm meeting cool people. Like, you know, I've got a bunch of group chats going of like, you know, when when are we going to meet up next to do this? And, you know, like. Friendships is one thing. I'm talking about relationships. Yeah, but relationships, I'm not looking for a relationship. Let's put that out there. <laughs> no, I'm the only one You're online only one. dating in this um, group. But I mean, you got to meet people. If you meet friends, they could introduce you to somebody else. Somebody who, else. Who and could somebody be else. and somebody else. Or, you know, like, you don't know. You don't know what happened. You could happen. You just, the more people you know, you're, the more you're opening up your pool. And but I can you're find opening my up lettuce. your pool, though, with, with, your, with your online dating. 200 million yeah. potential. But, like, oh, so one thing I want to know is, like, how did your mental health come into this? Like, what are you, are you disclosing things right off the bat? Like, um, what, are you, what are you doing? I'm not, actually. I did put that I was passionate about, um, mental health i oh yeah i think i think i glanced yeah at that. you glanced at that in the profile i put that i was passionate about mental health yeah you asked me to read it i didn't i, read I put it. no i know you skim you're a skimmer um and then i put um my sanity and my therapist as two of the three things that i can't live without so oh, they obviously nice. will know that <laughs> i'm i'm a couple screws loose <laughs> short of a of a bunch so they should kind of figure that out from those like little coy, like little like yeah. slip-ins. But I, as I said, I went to see my therapist today and I was talking to her. I told her I'd made this decision and she and I had been working on, um, we've been working on post-traumatic stress disorder treatment from um, my sexual assaults. And that played a huge role in the last little while of me not dating mm-hmm. and not wanting to be around men and having this like deep-seated kind of like, sort of resentment slash like just dislike of the, the that gender yeah if it wasn't me you were really like yeah i was really had my hate on i really yeah. had my hate on and then i realized that they can't all be bad i mean i have dated a little bit in an organic more organic way when i was working in the summer i met someone and i we went on a date or did two you meet at whole foods 
Huh? Did you meet at Whole we Foods? We did meet at Whole Foods. We met at a <laughs> restaurant, so food was involved. Um, but yeah, so and then um, and then I went on a date with that pizza guy. But I mean, that should tell you everything right there. He's a pizza guy. Like, come on. I'm oh, sorry. Like, you put, I you're putting that out there? You're putting I'm the putting guy? it out there because it just was such a shit show of a date. And that's kind of also what led me to make this decision because I did meet someone organically. I met him outside the subway, for heaven's sakes. Like, you don't get more organic than that. And then you know, things were going right. And then all of a sudden things went left. There was like a kid that I found out about. And then there was his whole life story about like, you know, I'm a pizza guy. I don't know what to do with my life. And I just didn't want to take that on. You know, I'm trying to find someone who's together. And with this website, they, they, <laughs> they, they vet you. They are vetting you hard, like yeah. hard. Are they? Like they're um, vetting you hard. Like, like what was the question you're like? It honestly, cousin Kim called in the middle of it, so it kind of messed up my whole questionnaire a little bit because I said I didn't like travel, but I do actually want to travel. Like, but the prof, the whole process of creating this profile was so stressful. Like, I didn't have you here, and I, I, I feel like I should have waited until you were here to do this with me. <laughs> there was actually a fact saying that, like, I can't remember the percentage of people, but people often do their online profile with friends or someone oh, okay, they know, okay, okay. right, for them to vet the answers right yeah are you lying yeah and it says the same facts from eHarmony was 53% of people lie in their profile about their age their height and weight and their job and income they didn't ask about job and income really but and I didn't lie about my age I'm 35 like Mm -hmm. but they're also saying that people peak at 21 and that 26 is the age where women get pursued the most people peak at 21 women peak at 21 women are milk Men are wine. <laughs> Women are milk and men are like, and then forty-eight was the number they gave for men, um, getting pursued. See, look, turning into wine right now. So what am I like? You're I'm like milk. You're like I'm yogurt. Spoiled. I'm yogurt. You're like cheese. I'm like cheese. Yeah, blue cheese. Like blue cheese. Yeah, got, you got mold on you. Oh no! I'm never gonna <laughs> find anyone. <laughs> this is not good. This does not bode well. But I think um. Yeah, a part of the reason I had made the decision also was talking to my dietitian. She actually met her husband 12 years ago on Lava Life. Remember when Lava Life was a thing? I don't know. I don't even know what Lava Life is. Oh, well, you're you're clearly a millennial. It's like a 35 and up type of like maybe you'd remember if you were a little older. But yeah, okay. Lava Life was like one of the first and Match.com were two of the first um, like online dating services from like transitioning from that like 1-900 period. <laughs> that people used to be in that was dating back then for some people so it transitioned to match it transitioned to match and and lava life and she met her husband on lava life and her sister also met her husband online and i've heard some success stories so i was like you know what why the hell not Hmm. why not give it a try why not face some of like my bigger fears because these are strangers yeah 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 I mean, I, I have no problem with online dating. I may do it in a year or two. Who knows, like, where my life is. But uh, yeah, I'm just, I just like shitting on you because it's fun. Yeah, well. Because yeah, you're a loser because you said, I'm never going to online date. I'm too good for online dating. I never now, look said at you. that I was too you. good for online dating. You. I just think there's a lot of scary, creepy people out there online. And I think I've thanks to you with your with your kindness and help have gotten at least to a website where they're a little less creepy i've always said you got to pay for the things you want because <laughs> like, i'm not like on plenty of fish you, gotta, you know what i'm you gotta, saying like you gotta pay for quality 
Like I'm not I'm not POFing here. Well, think like, about it. I've gone bigger, gone home here with this one. If I wanted a, a like a long term committed relationship, I'd go on whatever that one is you called. What'd you call it? E-harmony? E-harmony. E-harmony, E-harmony yeah. And I pay the that shit is expensive. It's not that expensive, but it's it's it, there's it's, there's it's, there's a barrier to entry. There's a barrier to entry that a lot of people that aren't committed aren't gonna pay. Mm-hmm. especially men which is cool so then you, you the men that are there are serious right yeah so you know they're serious that's that's neat and the women that are there as well are are, are serious as well because they're just looking for a, a serious guy or whatever your heart desires i just what do you feel about the ageism what do you mean the ageism why are women peaking at 21 because now i'm 33 and then, I, i'm don't interrupt me sorry you asked a question i did okay because now I'm 33 and I've been with a woman who was, I guess, two years younger than I am. Mm-hmm. I was. Now I can spot the crazy at 26, right? I can spot it like a mile away. So oh now gosh. when I spot it, I can find it and I can be like, nope, nope. And then grab her. Because th- that 26, 25, 26 year old age is just that. That's that age where women just, they're just ready. They look ready and they're just hungry. They're ripe. <laughs> they're ripe. <laughs> they're know? no longer thirsty. They're like, ripe. You guys are, you guys are, like, you, you ladies just, like, sometimes you just, that age is just that age where you just sometimes, we want to settle down. It's the Hollywood age where you, like, you're supposed to settle down, right? So sometimes we get, like, we talked about that in that, in, in our um, episode, uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the episode. In now. the rom-coms episode? Yeah, rom-com episode. Yeah. yeah, that one. So, I mean, it's just, you hit this age and you, you think that you want to. That's your peak. That's your peak and you want to get married at that, at that age and, and you might have a biological clock thing, you know, going in and out of your mind, right? So you kind of might want to have kids by the time you're 30. So yeah. that's the age that you start saying, I'm going to start peacocking. That's your turn. Yeah, peacocking. I have so, four best friends and they all got married between 26 and 27, 26 and 28. So I'm thinking that's just prime peacocking age. That's just, that's all it is. It's just you, you get to your peacocking prime at 25, 26. That's it. Another thing I noticed on the site that I'm on, there's a lot of white people. And well, I'm okay with that because I like white guys. Well, Canada's got what, like 36, 37 million people? I would say at least 30 million of them are white. white. That's so, true. I mean, like, what do you, what do you, no, what? but I said, I said, you know, black and white. I'm not really 50 shades. That's just how I feel. I like black. I like white. That's what I like. So that's what I put down on the profile. And I've been getting like, a lot like there's the okay, one don't, black don't, guy i no, did no, no, get no. okay you're going there okay. the one black guy i did get like he he took a terrible profile pic like he had a hat on and you could just see like inside of his nose hairs so i'm like how am i supposed to know if i'm attracted to you but you did like that asian guy as soon as you realized he was like six feet i, I did <laughs> i did because you were like it was amazing because you looked at him and you're like he's cute and i'm like he looks like he's tall <laughs> and then you and you kind of bypassed him like click on it you click on it and six feet and you went ooh, ooh. but my dietitian knocked him out because he's from london she's like no you need clothes you need clothes i've got like oh. three advisors oh I, she, look, she, I, li- she did the on she did the online dating thing hard she's like it's a lot of work and it's like it's you it's gotta go in and it's a job and you know she ended up as i said finding her husband online on the lava life so she was telling me she's like no you don't have a car what if he doesn't have a car and he lives like so far away it's like 30 kilometers click that not the 60 kilometer recommended 30 kilometers like ah, keep it close she's like you work search. he works you know what if when is he gonna have time to see you 
So yeah, I'm getting a lot of really good because people the do pros. people the pros. do this. The pros are telling you how to how to how to conduct myself on <laughs> like how an to, online how to, dating. How to catch a man? How to without water? Without water? <laughs> without being too thirsty? <laughs> no, but it's just and it's one of those things where I I can see myself in an interracial like another interracial relationship. Oh yeah, I've done. I, I I did it. You did it. Yeah, did it. No like, big deal. I I think the big deal. Oh, are we good? Is that where we're going now? Interracial relationships. I thought we would it? touch on it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Because um, I will probably end up in an interracial relationship. Okay. Sooner cool. or later. Okay. Um. I mean, I, I think they're. I think they're fine. I mean, I, I, the the bigger challenges are the families, the relatives. Those mm-hmm. are those. That's that seems that ultimately is the biggest challenge. Um, my thoughts have always been, well, my relatives are going to be dead and gone in a few years. And so I don't care what they have to say. And I'm just going to do what I want. Um, but it's, sometimes it's not that simple. Because it's not just um, intolerance from family. It's intolerance from people in general that yeah. you experience. Like, yeah. it's not just family members. There was an article in the Globe and Mail talking about how tolerant is Canada of their interracial couples. And they they don't even have facts like Stats Canada hasn't done. A, and this is from two, it's a 2017 article. Mm-hmm. They haven't done stats on interracial relationships since 2011. And at that point, there was only 360,000 interracial relationships. And, it, that's and that's lot. that had doubled over 20 years, they'd said. That's a lot. But the number remains. It still says it's slim with only 5%. I don't like, I, I don't I don't think there's a some people don't want to be in them and that's fine and that's cool like it doesn't mean anything i don't i mean it, it, i don't think that's that's a real uh, that that's a a stat that really provides like value. to me it's just i've been in an interracial relationship you know you've been in an interracial relationship i was with a white guy yeah i found that when i was with a white guy it was still those common things like the stairs or the comments when we were on the bus, nasty looks. Mm. Like, I think Canada likes to feel and think that they're multicultural and they have those like that rose colored, everyone's, everyone loves everyone but, like thing. I just don't necessarily, I didn't feel that in my relationship. It mm. was only one relationship and I was in a very concentrated white area. I was living in Ajax at the time. So who knows how what the tolerance level might have been in that relationship had it been in Toronto. You know, it could have been different. I don't think anyone would have cared here in Toronto. In Toronto. Least. Yeah, no. Things are a little a little bit different when there's a concentration when you're in somewhere like the suburbs. Mm. And it was very clear that, you know, with when we were shopping or when we were eating out, when we were on the bus, like we were always getting these like it was it was polite. Mm hmm. But it was still, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean. But it's also, it's also, I would say, more odd to see a black woman with a white guy, and as opposed yeah. to a black guy the with a white, white white woman. Yeah. Um, so that might have been. It just might have been something new. People were confused. I don't know. Uh, it's not new. That's ridiculous. I'm justifying. Forget you're just, it. You, you are a little bit justifying. I'm justifying. Like, you mean it's new. No. It's not new. Shut up. It's a Julian shut it's up. It's not new. It's not new. People just... We just would like to think there's tolerance when in certain cases there is not tolerance. And then we also have to look at how we're being portrayed in the media. 
Oh, that's huge. Like, come on. I'm going to use Scandal as my number one example. Olivia Pope and the president. Like, black woman, powerful white man. Like, it just was one of those... It's called scandal. Not, and I don't think part of me doesn't feel it's because of the 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 way the show is being presented, where she's having an affair with the president. A part of it, when I used to watch the show, always made me feel like it was the race. Yeah, it was that she was a black woman and he was a white man. Uh, yeah, that's you the scandal. always feel that. That's the scandal. That's the scandal. Every 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 president cheats. I'm not saying I don't mean that. You don't know that. I, don't I know mean. That. But I mean, it, it's one of those jobs where you can. <laughs> where you can, easily. And you probably do, is all we're saying to about the American president, except for Barack. Oh, he was solid. <laughs> except that, for Barack. That guy went in, not a scandal for eight Not years. a scandal in sight with Barack. Yo, that guy Michelle and Barack are solid. They killed it. Uh, but yeah, like, I always find when I see, and it, it was the same thing, because Shonda's been doing this a lot. God loves Shonda Rhimes, but with her shows making them more racially diverse and making them more black centric is essentially what she for me it feels like she's doing uh, i think that she's just introducing introducing more, strong more black strong, strong black ca- lead characters lead yeah. characters and yeah. and there are and now we're finding their women too mm-hmm. and in her other uh show um uh how to get away with murder mm-hmm. you see viola davis who is traditionally not considered and she has said this in her past before, a beautiful, quote unquote, black woman. I have no idea who you're talking well, about or what show you're talking about. She she in this show, because she was married to a white man, she let she took off her wig in front of him. Now, when I think of doing something like that, I don't wear a wig, mm-hmm. but I wear my head tie most of the time when I'm, I'm surprised I'm not wearing my head tie right now. But I usually wear my head tie. Mm hmm. Because my hair is not done and people, I don't like people seeing me without my hair done. When I was in the relationship with the white man that I was in the relationship with, I never was around him without a head tie. That to me was one of those things that he he wouldn't understand my black hair. Mm. You know, he wouldn't get my black hair. Like, don't, don't put your hands, don't run your hands through it. Don't do this. Don't, he wouldn't get my black hair. And that was always like, a, he'd have questions about certain things. And you always, I always felt like there, I was explaining my blackness to him. Like it was a very weird sometimes dynamic with him. And I, I often fear that that's going to happen in any oh, other interracial it, relationship that I'm in. In my relationship, it was the one where the conversation where I was trying to explain to uh, my ex-wife and her mother about being a black child and the whole what it was like for me growing up where I couldn't wear a hoodie you know, the playing in this, there's a good TED talk that has this talk, has this conversation. I can forget what it's called, but I could probably find the link and throw it in the in the bottom of the page. But um, it's just when you grew up as a as a black child, you need to have a strong black father to kind of guide you and 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 explain I explain things to them like you know being stopped by the police and what that's like. And you know, when I was saying, are you prepared to have a child that has to have this thing? These things might they might have to go through. Um, and it was just like I was constantly having to educate um what it's like to be a black man in 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 the world yeah it's a constant it seems to be just constant education and but i think it comes from people just not caring one because why would you care and it wasn't in their sphere of yeah i mean you you watch to know you don't you watch bt and you see you know that foolishness thug life and you assume that's what all black people are like you know there's there's no more you know, positive. There weren't there were not many. There there aren't many positive 
um roles on television except there's a, show, a new show called blackish i i've, I've heard yeah that, that, it's really good i've heard it's that really it's really good, good. I, I grownish is it. Gro- a spinoff it? okay of, what a yeah. blackish with the daughter it's really good oh, okay okay but yeah like he my ex asked me if my hair was real like yeah but he, see the thing is <laughs> it was it was one of those moments where it was like i had to just laugh it off because yeah. like i know he didn't mean any harm by it but it's it was still I had to educate him on being black. I had to educate him on being in an interracial relationship because oftentimes when I'm... And he's the first white boyfriend I've had. He's not the first white guy I've slept with. But So I didn't have to educate the ones that I'd slept with. Mm -hmm. It was just whatever that was. With him, I actually had to educate him on what it's like to be with a black woman. And I don't think... I think it was very difficult for him to understand some of the challenges that I face. Cause not only am I a black woman, I'm a black woman with mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So there were several different, you know, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. going on there in the relationship. And I just found it, I found it very challenging. And I think that the time that we live in today, yes, re- interracial relationships are happening, but that doesn't mean there's a decline in racism. That doesn't mean oh, yeah. racism oh, yeah. is declining. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. There was that uh, I'd read about in one of the um, articles, the Cheerios commercial, where they had the black dad with the interracial, like the mixed daughter and the white wife. Mm-hmm. And there was so much apparently backlash. I remember when that commercial came out. I remember that Cheerios commercial was maybe like. I have no clue what you're talking about. Sorry, I don't mean to reference things you don't know about, but it was no, it's about, okay. Like, it's about four or five years ago, maybe less. But it was during a time where you think we'd be progressive enough to have a white man or a white woman and a black man. With Are a child. you forgetting what we talked about earlier? There's what thirty-seven million and over 30 million of them are, are, are white like yeah. you're gonna have you're gonna have some people that have some differing opinions different out there with that. I mean, yeah. But I want to talk about something that's like good that comes with like interracial relationships. Sorry, I don't I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like I'm I gonna go I'm good. probably going to be in an interracial relationship. So I'm going to go with something that I found that was really good is the fact that I've learned to cook so many different types of food from the women I've dated, um, their mothers, their grandmothers, and even my former mm-hmm. mother-in-law. The food I've learned, I'm, it's, it's crazy. I've learned to make roti, like the real roti, you know, with the... With the chickpeas and everything, oh, Lord, like you everything. Have them Southeast Asian tips. And then, uh, what else? <laughs> I, no, I learned. I learned to make pasta. Like, like you're like, yeah, them Southeast Asian tips. You like that spicy food. But I've, I've also learned to make jerk chicken, like really hey. good ones. So you know, like it's you know you do you learn. I also learned how to make ribs. Even though I don't eat pork anymore, I've learned. I learned to make a good, good. good I have rib. ribs in my fridge right now. I might have that for dinner. Oh, that's cool. Enjoy that. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, food, like, come on, like, it's one of the best things ever. Like, you get to try all these different foods. <laughs> Not with white people. Sorry, guys, I said it. I said it. I don't know. See, the thing is, you got to take that back. You can't, you can't say I that can't you're I can't say all white people. That's too generalized. That's too general. That's too general. So in this particular situation, again, I'm referring to my ex. Oh, hamburger helper incident. Oh, the hamburger <laughs> helper. I've told you this story. I'm going to tell it again. But I have always in my life wanted to try Hamburger Helper. It's been, it was a dream of mine. It was like that and I'm going to be weird, guys. I'm going to be weird for a second. I've also always wanted to try dog food. I will never try dog food, but I've always wanted to. When I was a kid, I used to ask my mom about it. But I've always wanted to try Hamburger Helper. I went to his his family's house um, for a New Year's Eve and they made Hamburger Helper. And I was excited as shit. 
and then I actually tasted hamburger <laughs> and it was the most disgusting. It wasn't, it had nothing. I know the, the family might be listening. I know they might be tuning in. I love you guys still. I love you fam, but hamburger helper. I don't know. It just was terrible. It was so terrible. And I find when I go over to a white home, that's not necessarily Italian. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that's not, that's like more Scottish English. I'm not partial to the food. I don't it doesn't sit well with my belly. I don't know. I'll I'll eat anything. I'll try anything. But the experience Would you try I have, haggis? I do Robbie Burns on a regular Haggis? Robbie Burns Day, January twenty fifth. I mess with the haggis every oh! year. It's the only time of year that I eat meat, man. I'll do that scotch bonnet egg. Scotch bonnet egg, yeah, and the haggis. Yo, that's like one of the, There's like four days a year that I eat meat, and that's one of them. I thought haggis was gross. Is it good? It tastes... Yo, you eat hamburger helper, okay? So let me... <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, okay? No, but some... Like, can you... You can live with them, but can you live with their food? And I, I even, couldn't live with hamburger helper for the rest of my life. I couldn't do it. I had the experience with uh, my ex-wife, Kraft Dinner. So I never had had Kraft Dinner, and I was like, I want to try this, because my mother would not bring that stuff no, in the house. No, my our parents would no, not. No, none. Like it, you want, you want, you want macaroni and cheese? Here's a macaroni pie. Eat that. I'm lucky I got stovetop stuffing. So oh, no, no, none of that. None of that. I'm lucky I got stovetop Although, stuffing, which I love. My mom messed up one day, and no, when I, I the only thing I got at home, I I begged her one day to buy um, shake and bake. Oh, and that was the most disgusting thing on the face. Shake and bake is so nasty. That was disgusting, and like they had the bag, and we were doing, and it was like it's oh. the American solution to quick like fried chicken just and it does give, it's so gross give me i'm some so flour, glad you know like give me give, give me some i don't know some I'm, some buttermilk uh, or something the i don't memories. know memories <laughs> the food memories yeah so you can i don't know like i, I find the sometimes it's interesting though because i mean i tried it it was cool it wasn't something i would go crazy over but you know i, I checked it off the bucket list i tried kd i like i mean the thing i love about interracial relationships i mean I just like the idea of everyone just blending to the point where there's there isn't any color, and that's what's gonna happen. In like, and that's because you know, we're all we all have something in us, like we all have some type of yo, mixture. Don't get me on this ancestry.com thing. Okay? No, Lord. <laughs> During the night, the night, I was so excited. I'm like, I'm signing it up, and I signed it. I signed up, and no, no we are nothing. we are of slaves. We are we, we are, are slaves. slaves. There's nothing. We are of slaves. They didn't keep records for us, honey. None. But I like the idea of the blending and where there's no color anymore and you don't see color like mixture. And like, I think that concept is really beautiful. But will it stop racism, race wars, race issues? It might even, just, it might even just create an elite uh, race. Elite, elite, elite of, race. Yeah. Which, I mean, we might not want that either. No. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I like I and I like that I. I learned a lot about Duck Dynasty and I learned a lot about Pawn Stars <laughs> and I learned a lot about how it's made when I was in my relationship. Discovery Channel and the History Channel were like on point real all the time. Oh, so I, I appreciate yeah, I appreciated yeah. that about him that he was he was always willing to learn. And he was always willing to like teach me something new, even though I didn't think he had much to teach me. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't. But he did. Yeah, because you're not the center of the world you oh, aren't the smartest person in the world no 
not smartest person in the world. I never said that. There's much smarter than me. You're just, just up there. <laughs> just sometimes in the room, that's all. <laughs> it's just okay being the dumbest in the person in the room with a bunch of smart people, okay? Yeah, that's okay, too. It's okay. That's okay, too. I don't ever want to be the smartest person in the room, because if I am, I'm in the wrong room. True. Had to get out of one of those rooms. So, final dish. Yeah, what's your final dish? On, we're going to blend them. We're going to do dating apps and interracial relationships. And their food. Their and their food. The strange food. And foods. their strange food. Um, final word on dating apps. I've been doing it for four days. <laughs> and I've seen zero results. So I'm not too sure if it works or if it doesn't work. That's number one. Number two, if it does work, it's probably going to be interracial. I'm leaning towards Southeast Asian. I've got a couple Caucasians in there as well. I've sent some smiles. I haven't gotten a response back yet, but I'm okay with it. But if you do end up dating me and you happen to be Caucasian, please make sure that you have takeout on point, on call all the time, or you can cook a really decent Caribbean meal. And you're okay with pizza. Oh, and I love pizza. I ordered pizza three days in a row last week, so I don't care. I love Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting fatter by the second. Who cares? You gotta you gotta order Pizza Nova. Pizza Nova is that where it's at? That's, I like I, Mama's Pizza. They're they're I, I would I would I keep, they're, they're, they're in the same room. 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 But there's nothing like a good Actually, 11.99 Domino's pizza. Pizza Gigi. Pizza Gigi? Yeah. They don't okay. deliver here. They don't, they don't deliver. They don't deliver. They don't deliver in the ghetto. They, you had it at my in place, the though. the ghetto. Pizza Gigi? Yeah, when I was downtown, I was in the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, but that was the dish of the day, I think. Okay. <laughs> You're like, cool. What else? <laughs> no, yeah. that was the dish of the day. JR, um, if any of you guys have any advice for me on my new journey that I'm taking, uh through the online dating world, please do send me an email. I would love your words of encouragement and any advice that you might want to give me about my profile. Um, so JR, please tell them how they could reach us. You can reach us at what's, what's our email address dish D Y S H at dainty dish.com. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook page is called dainty dish. Check out Onika on Onika dainty.com. What's on there right now. Um, I've got a pretty interesting piece that came out today on being locked away in a hospital. So lots of blogs, lots of poetry, lots of journal entries. All right. Uh, that's it for where you can. Oh, no. Instagram. Best of Onika. Best of JR. Uh, and then also it comes down to thank you for listening this week. Um, please subscribe on YouTube or Apple Podcast or whatever platform you're listening to us on. Rate us five. We Rate us a five. five. We really appreciate. Thanks again for listening. Uh, you are our favorite. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're we my love, favorite. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the show and I hope you have a very, very happy hump day. <laughs>